you're listening to the Soul Yoga Podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I'm your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth. Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. Hello, I am trying for the fourth or fifth time now to record a podcast episode since um, since the end of September, and it's just felt like I've had one thing or another come up, and um. I've tried, I have recorded several um, voice memos and just felt like, you know, the benefit was to me personally, just my own internal processing and it just didn't feel right to share um I guess some some of that processing just you know excessive swear words and just really angry and you know throwing my family under the bus and all that good stuff that comes with processing um yeah just life you know so Okay, let's see what all has happened. Let's give a quick update here. So at the end of September, like, maybe, like, more, more than the last week. It was maybe September 22nd or something. It was a Wednesday. And um, my laptop, uh, my work laptop took a coffee bath in my backpack, my cup didn't seal and more than half of my coffee was in the bottom of my backpack soaking up into my work laptop so that Wednesday I had to you know put all the things together into trying to get all the information off of it and get a temp laptop and order a new one through my work and all that 
stuff. And then Friday, my mom uh, took herself into the emergency room because she was having trouble breathing. And turns out she was also coughing up a little bit of blood. And after three weeks, she um, was sent home. Uh, she was in the ICU for about two weeks and then uh, the pulmonary medical ward for one week once she was off the ventilator and and then the occupational therapist said oh okay well she can you know her legs are getting stronger which means she can just be sent home uh was um yeah, just, uh, man, so many things, you know, just feeling a lot of anger and trying to control things, and it has not gone well for me. So the very day that my mom was sent home, that was October 11th, and our cat Hank died. She was with Jonathan, so I think about somewhere between 22 and 25 years, and um, I've known Hank for the last eight and a half years since I've been with Jonathan, and uh, God, it was just really hard, man, it just felt like, it just felt like there was four weeks between the end of September and like the middle to end of October. We were just like, well, I, at least, I was just crying, like, every day, like, oh, grief-stricken and angry and frustrated, and then, uh, not last Friday, but the Friday before that, my boss sends me an email, like, out of the blue, okay, you know, Kim and Amanda, it's time to come in three days a week to the office instead of two days a week into the office. When I first read that email, my reaction was like, okay, I quit. <laughs> because there is just nothing that is going to make that feasible for our family. Two days a week is feasible. You know, we can manage that and it actually feels like a good balance for me to get out of the house and just my own sense of independence and um yeah it feels good but even you know one thing I told my boss immediately was like we're dollar to dollar paycheck to paycheck like I don't even have the bus money on my bus pass to be able to just start that immediately, you know, like I calculate a month at a time and the next time that I'll have money to put on my bus pass is November 15th, like that's another two weeks, so, you know, I just can't hop on these things and I just think there's, you know, and he was honest, my boss, he just was like, oh, I didn't consider that, and, and um, I just, I felt like I boxed last week, Monday, I 
had a question on my mind. I wanted to ask him if I refuse, if I tell you that there's absolutely no way that I'm able to come in three days a week, like what is the recourse of action? Am I written up for three weeks that I miss your required third day in the office and then after three write-ups I'm fired or am I fired immediately or what? Like what's going to happen if I tell you that I can't come in three days a week? And I did not ask that question. He gave several reasonable explanations as to why he wanted myself and the other lady to come in three days a week. And so we left that conversation saying that Kim and I would alternate Fridays. Right now she's coming in Tuesday, Thursday, and I'm coming in Monday, Wednesday. He wanted one of us to be in the office at all times. So we proposed, or I proposed, I suggested to Adam, perhaps alternating the Fridays that Kim and I come in. But, you know, I thought about it more, and I talked about it with Jonathan and Kim and two other ladies in the office, and one lady suggested, like, you know, he's got to realize, like, it doesn't come free. At the very least, it's another 50 bucks a month in bus fares, uh, transit, on the transit pass in order for me to get to the office. Plus other items of groceries, plus it's time that I don't have, uh, you know, I can't recuperate that time that I lose with my family. And another lady reminded me, um, that I'm allowed to change my mind, that I can go back to my boss and say, look, I've reconsidered, I've, I've thought about it, I've discussed it more with my husband, and it's just not going to work for us. I mean, I've already told my boss that I can't, um, you know, if this is if this is what the company values and they truly do, then it means that it's no longer a good fit for me because my value is with my family. I want to be working remotely 100% from home, and that's just not an arrangement that um, my current employer is able to honor. And so I did tell Adam last week that um, I'm going to have to start looking for other work because this is not, you know, this is not the direction that I want to be going. And to top it all off, this whole time, basically since my mom went into the hospital, I've just had this terrible flare-up of, I don't know, allergies or sinus infection or something. Like, it is just so strange. I'm the only one who's afflicted with it. And at night when I lay down, uh, it's completely not bothering me. If I ever lean forward to do something, you know, on the floor or something with forest, then I'm completely plugged up. I can't breathe at all. And every time I look at my symptoms, 
of just this clear nose fluid constantly running. It always says like allergies or sinus infection, which is not a head cold. And I've been taking Tylenol cold and flu, doesn't work. The symptoms are still there and I've been taking reactant, doesn't work. So re the reaction tells me that reaction not working to clear the symptoms tells me that it's not a matter of antihistamines, which is too active, so it's not allergies, which, I don't know, I guess just tells me it's a sinus infection. Um, but I don't know, really, I'm just not sure how to get rid of that in terms of letting it work through my body or, you know, what do I need to be doing with essential oils or some sort of herbal remedy to help my body overcome this temporary illness, but... Then it also makes me think of like, okay, there is a disease in my body, which means my body is not at ease. It is in a state of dis-ease. So where are the places where I am still controlling, forcing, pushing? Where are the places in my life that I'm not operating in ease? A hundred percent, I know that it's my job. Um, I've always been grateful for my job because it allows my family to have a roof over our heads. We're a single income family and uh, and yeah, it, it allows us to have food and it allows us to have shelter. So I've been always been super grateful to be able to work in construction. Well, I'm not on the site, but I'm in in the administrative team for a construction corporation. And, um, but I just, you know, it's not work that feeds my soul. It doesn't offer a relational connection. Um, yeah, there's just nothing that, you know, really makes me happy. Uh, it doesn't encourage me to, to work in my feminine flow. It encourages me to continue to feed my masculine skills. It's very, um, you know, linear in its operation and tasks. And it's just not the direction that I want to be going with my life. I want to be focusing on seasonal and cyclical work and, you know, doing creative projects that I put my heart and my soul into when I have the best to give. And that doesn't mean you know, procrastinating and being lazy and saying, oh, I just don't have the motivation. 
it just means like not pushing it, not forcing it, working in slow, um, working in harmony with my cycle. You know, when I when I'm on my bleed, I should be resting and allowing my body to do its own internal processing. I've often struggled with, like, how do I honor my body on the first day of my bleed? Do I take one day off a month a year? That's 12 days in a year that I would need to take off just to honor the natural flow of my body. Like, having a salary or an hour, hour um, hourly paid work is not honoring that feminine flow and um yeah it's just so hard to get away from that cycle so you know I just can't help but think like okay I have this disease in my body my my sinuses are telling me like something is not right something is not aligned and I know that my work is not aligned, but also I know that um, I need to use my voice more. I need to to share my truth more, share my knowledge, um, you know, speak up, not play small. And a huge part of that learning curve for me for the last year has really been in my marriage, not playing small, speaking up, sharing my truth. It's about everything, like spiritual values and parenting and um, just like dreams and visions. And I just stopped sharing that, you know, and that's definitely... something that is like a sign to my body that I'm I'm withholding like I'm inwardly shutting something off and so I do see that reflected in my in my sinuses that that health that ease of breathing has been shut off so frustrating to have this sinus headache and sinus pressure, and I can't breathe, and I'm just blowing my nose all the time, and coughing because it's running down my throat. It's really irritating, and I know that that's not, you know, how my body was meant to function, but also, what am I doing to change that? Even with my mom, you know, there's so many things that I was just frustrated with the Western medical system. And I did try to speak up to my dad and my sister, and they were extremely dismissive of me, and it made me really upset. And it's just another area where I feel like I'm withholding my voice, withholding my truth, because I don't want to be angry. I don't want to let my mom's illness come in between me and my dad and me and my sister. I want us to have a harmonious relationship, but without, I just don't know, like, how to share 
that wellness, that holistic wellness knowledge with them without being angry and condemning and like speaking down to them. My husband has encouraged me many times to share little tidbits with my mom in compassion and I just am so easily discouraged to speak up and to share what I know. And so I do feel like that's a part of the battle of my sinuses, just this inner reflection of withholding. So, yeah, it's just been really interesting to see how grief and anger have really walked hand in hand with me. And um, the other thing I journeyed through recently was realizing that we're not going to be planning or trying for a second baby. And so I just released a lot of stuff and it felt like, you know, I was just a lot clearer on my identity. Um, And just got rid of a lot of clothes and... Yeah, I just felt that release and that purge. And so I think that's really what what I'm looking to do is just continue to release, like, release things that don't serve me, release belief systems that are keeping me small, and, and try to find a way forward. So if you are dealing with grief lately, I would love for you to share with me and Let's just have an open conversation. Have a wonderful day.